This is the San Antonio Public Library's podcast, Tuned In. Today is July 25th, 2018. This podcast is made possible by a generous donation from the San Antonio Public Library Foundation. Our sound engineer is Adolf Lopez. We're here today to talk about a department in the library called Circulation. But before we begin, we'd like to take a moment to highlight three of the many events taking place across the San Antonio Public Library system. The first one being the summer art exhibits. These are on display until August 22nd at Cody, Bazan, Las Palmas, Encino, Cortez, and Tobin branch libraries. The second event is the annual interactive art show called Color of Blind. This will be in the gallery of the central downtown location starting August 8th and run through August 26th. This exhibit encourages a hands-on experience by touching the art pieces throughout the exhibit. All ages are welcome. Which brings us to summer reading. Summer reading events are taking place at every library location. There are lots of fun events to attend. You can register online or join on-site to win awesome prizes. Did you know? Students have an easier time going back to school and do better in school if they read over the summer. To find out more, go to mysapple.org, that's mysanantoniopubliclibrary.org, hover over events and news, and click on events calendar. Joining me today to talk about the library's circulation department are Daniel. Hello. Romeo. Hello, how are you doing? And Hundo. Hi, Dan. I'm glad to be here. You know, almost every library has a circulation desk. It's the place in the library where people go to check books out and return their books and pay their fines. But staff members at the circulation are busy doing so much more. Our guest today is Cindy. Welcome, Cindy. Thank you for having me. She's the senior circulation attendant at the central downtown location. She's here to tell us more about the other ways this department provides for the community. Hundo, you want to start us off on this discussion? Well, sure. Thanks, Diana. Well, Cindy, I was wondering, uh, what does a day at the circulation desk look like? I mean, what's a day routine there? Well, every day we come in, um, we have several staff members that are circulation unit. Prior to opening, certain staff members are assigned to do different duties at the desk to prepare for the day's uh, functions. Some of us will um, start the cash register to be able to accept fines or fees as they come in. Some of us will set up stations with um, public forms that are needed to be handed out to patrons as they visit. And then once the doors open, all of us are working throughout the day assisting patrons by either making new library cards, checking out materials, returning items, and answering any questions that patrons may need. Well, it sounds great. It sounds great. So all that even before checking out a single book. Yes. <laughs> but that's, yes. that's what everybody thinks about first, you know, checking out books. Yes. All right. Cindy, to get started, you mentioned making and creating a library card. How would a new patron to the library go about creating a library card? What would they need? Well, Romeo, a person that's interested in getting a library card, we would ask them to provide a photo ID that shows their name um, and a photo of themselves and something showing their proof of address. If that's on their ID, then that's acceptable. If not, we would ask for some type of verification, such as a bill, uh, lease agreement, car insurance, anything showing their name and address, and then we could get it started on the card. If by chance they didn't have address verification, we still could complete their library card 
and then they'd be set. Um, we would just ask them to come back at a later time with that address verification, and then they'll be ready to check out items. Yeah, and I think that lasts for 30 days. Is that is that is there a time limit on that? There is 30 days if they don't have address verification, and they may bring that to any of our library locations here in San Antonio. So they don't have to come back to the same no. location. And if they get a new card, how long does that last? How long is it good for? Library cards are active for five years, so they're good to go. They have up to five, uh, 50 item checkout limit, which includes 10 music CDs and 10 DVDs, including movies, TV shows, docudramas, whatever. Hey, uh, Cindy, I hope I'm not breaking policy. I usually tell people they can check out 50 books or as many as they can carry, whichever comes first. And that's still accurate, right? Oh, yes, Hondo. I, I agree, especially with uh, families that come in with small children. I tell them, visit the third floor, and you choose your books you want, and be prepared to carry out a bunch. Yeah, it's always always a lot to go on with that. Uh, so, hey, Daniel, you haven't spoken up yet. What is on your mind on what is the frequently asked question for the circulation department and checking out books, checking in books, and everything else that goes on? Well, I was actually more curious about how you got to this position. Uh, from what I understand, you've been here quite a while, and so now you're the senior circulation attendant. So was this something that you were drawn to before you got here, or just tell us how you got to this? Actually, um, I've worked with the library for, I'm going to say, several years, as you said. Um, I started off in 1992 at the McCrillis Library, part-time as a library aide, and then I worked there just a couple years, then I uh, stopped working to get married, started a family, and then I came back in uh, 2000, and I've been working throughout the city at several of our branch locations. I had uh, taken part with our interlibrary loan department for a while. And then I moved on to the central library as a circuit attendant. And then I uh, moved up as a senior circuit attendant, which I've been for the last three years, I'm going to say. And something about the job. Um, I, I really enjoy it. I enjoy the people I meet, um, whether it's the patrons or the staff members. Um, being here at the Central Library, I enjoy going through the stairwell and seeing different staff members from different units, and we're just all part of a big, happy family. Cindy, can you tell us a little bit about what the duties are of a circulation attendant here at Central Library? Yes, Romeo. Um, at circulation, our part as a circulation attendant, we uh, tend to the patrons' uh, needs to check out material, uh, returning items. We see to, um, if, if by chance the patrons accrue late fees, we do um, accept payments for those. We um, provide options if they're not able to make certain payments. We could do payment plans, um, little as a dollar a month, and that would allow them to continue to be able to check out up to their 50 items. And we also, um, here at the Central Library, we also assist with um, patrons who may not be able to visit the library. We have a homebound program, which we could create a library card for that person. We would process, if they were to place holds, either with staff or online themselves, we would um, process those checkouts and mail their items to them. And you also take donations, right? 
We do. We do accept donations. We um, and I'm going to say this is throughout um, the city of San Antonio, the um, San Antonio Public Libraries. We accept donations at the library locations. They may use these for uh, their book sales. At the central library, we accept donations at our front desk, and we'll send them down to our bookseller, um, which the funds from the bookseller goes back into the library. Ah, so I was thinking of um, monetary donations also. So you accept books and and other items as uh, gift donated items, which would go down to the yes. bookseller, but you also accept monetary donations. Yes, there are times when someone would like to give a, a donation of um, monies to the library. We would accept that um, up to a certain amount, which is $50, I believe. We could accept at the desk any higher. We would actually... Um, sent up to our fiscal department for for entry into our library system. Thank you. So since you've been here so long, have you seen a lot of changes in the circulation or in the libraries in general? I have, um, especially with this um, digital downloadable books now, we see a change with more people wanting to get their library cards. Um, when you explain to them, now they could also do digital downloads, they get rather excited about that, especially our older community. Um, I've seen a big change with that and many more people wanting a card so that they could download to their um, different devices they may have to access them, either computer, smartphones, um, tablets. And is the process the same? You said, I think you were saying earlier, something about you used to write things down or stamp or what, what was that about? Yes, when I first started off at the McCrose Library in 1994, or I'm sorry, 1992, we used to stamp um, the due dates on these little cards, which you would place into the um, items that were being checked out. And also the same with the card catalogs, of course, we know have changed because we used to just flip through little cards looking up the items, and now everything's computerized. Do you ever miss that? Well, it gave me something more to do, stamping those cards, but um, no, actually, I don't miss it, and I rather enjoy when I have the opportunity to show someone how to look up a book now on the computer. So since the process is much quicker, you have more time to spend assisting a patron, correct? Yes, definitely. And showing them uh, different processes. Um, also, when I assist someone to get a, a library card who might have had um, overdue fees that they thought maybe they could never use their card again, and I would be able to renew and tell them about their payment plan options, and then I would go show them how to get started on uh, requesting items. And they, they felt very, um, the, the patron would be very happy with my service, and they would be just glad to be back part of the library. Yeah, that's a, that is a lot. That is a lot. <laughs> it's a lot to cover there. Um, early, you, earlier, you had some uh, anecdotes about your team, uh, besides helping. Yes. Um, we're... Here at the Central Library, we have uh, a wonderful set of team members at our uh, circulation unit. We all work together. Um, we also do things on the side. We always try to um, encourage everyone um, by doing their best when working the front desk, working with different people. And at times, we recognize different staff members for the jobs they do. We do 
um, different events for our own celebrate someone's COSA anniversary, which is the city of San Antonio being with the uh, city of San Antonio for so many years. We'll celebrate that. We'll recognize other um, staff members for maybe how many library cards they made in the month. We always try to find something to um, give them praise, um, feel better about just certain days where you think, oh my gosh, I can't believe I made it through. You know, we've had so many patrons visiting and especially during the summer months, we have families, um, different people, events going on at the library that you're just always on the move the whole eight hours you're here. So yeah, we try to find some way to um, to recognize our staff members for the great job they do. That's great. That's great. Yeah, I, every time I look, uh, it's often super busy, and I know the team's always really on top of everything, helping one person out of the other after the other, <laughs> one person after the other, <laughs> and uh, you know, just going through answering tons of questions. Uh, earlier, there, I guess the guys were were talking about um, asking. Uh, what the most commonly asked question at circulation is. I mean, is it how do I get the card, which we covered before, or is it something else? Um, a lot of times it's just how do I get a library card? Um, sometimes it's um, I have fines on my account, and how can I take care of that? Do I have to pay it all at once? Um, some people think, oh, because they owe a certain amount of money, they can't check out. And we always let them know if your fine is $15 or less, you're you're able to check out. You're in good standing. Um, we just double check your card. Um, a lot of times we get people visiting just mainly because maybe they forgot their library card with them and they'd like to use our public computers. So I'll let them know if you have your ID with you, we could verify your name. We'll, we'll get your card number and you're more than welcome to go sign on to our public computers. So the rest of us have been library users for a long time. Like, what do you guys remember about how circulation used to work? I do remember having to go and look through the card catalog and that little stamp and then the little paper. Sometimes I would wonder if the paper was in the right book or not. So that was sort of uh, alleviated now with some of the technology. But do you? What I, what I remember is the actual library card itself. Now um, we can order a large amount, like a surplus amount of cards, and they come in in bulk. Um, the library I grew up at, they would make the cards themselves there and have a nice little plastic around it. You'd have to cut around it, and that took a lot of time for the staff to do that. I, I, I never did that myself, but I used to appreciate the work that went into it when I saw the other library staff behind the desk doing that. Maybe uh, some artisanal type of library cards, handcrafted one at a time? Yeah, the, the edges probably weren't so straight, but at least you knew it was kind of, in a sense, uh, like a DIY project. <laughs> I remember my mother's card. It would have her name, her address on it, and you could tell it was all typed in. So, yes, that was a lot different back then. I mean, there's so many cards being issued. What happens if we run out of numbers? Well, how can you run out of numbers? We can use special characters. Ah, okay, there you go. There okay. You go. Hondo at. <laughs> <laughs> We're becoming creative here. Library handles. Trying to, trying to. Yeah, but uh, but I know I can predict everybody's card is going to start with two one five five one zero. So that part I have memorized. For yes, everybody. I believe everyone remembers that. So I'm a big fan of the some of the changes, and obviously maybe not all of them, but I really appreciate how we can access our own accounts online or digitally or from a distance. 
And we can say, oh, no, a book is due today. Let me renew it right here in my phone or, you know, or computer. And also we can just access, you know, certain types of articles. And it's interesting um, sometimes talking to different generations and they're like, oh, you used to have to go to the library? You know, and that's a very different, you know, interaction and relationship, um, you know, in culture. So that's that's sort of a fun thing. We've talked about a little bit. Um, I, I think it's a product of what I like to call the immediacy of Google. Um, everybody's used to uh, everything just being quick, going online, clicking a single button, and there you go, as opposed to appreciating going down to your library, having a conversation with the librarians, you yes. know, getting that homemade card I was talking about and all those other great things that um, a lot of the younger generation take for granted. Well, I missed it. I did not go to the libraries um, growing up, or and I started even... <gasps> Yes, I didn't. She um, had a, this suspension that just kind of like... Even in, in, at the university, I would go to the university library, but I didn't. I, I don't remember having a card. I just went in to study at, at the library there. and mm, Kind of like the reference collection where you would use it there and I leave would, it there? I would use it there. And so... I, I appreciate reading now, uh, especially parents uh, and families and just people in general who start reading at a very young age because I think what it I used to read a lot for information and it really took a long time for me to read just for enjoyment, just because the stories are so good. What's one of your favorite stories? Oh, um, one of my favorite, I think, has to be Anything by Anthony Trollope. Cindy, do you have a favorite story? No, I'm going to say I'm more of a cookbook girl. So I'm up there in the 641s looking for what kind of cookbook I could take home today. What were some of your favorites? Or oh, styles or um, dishes? I'm going to say I like the Pioneer Woman. Um, and she has some great recipes in there. And some are... Um, Freezer meals that you could prepare and take out later for big families, which is what I have. Um, and like Diane was saying, um, when when I was younger, I don't recall going to the library that often myself. Um, but since working with the library, I, I enjoy seeing all the different people that come in, the families. Um, being a parent myself, I encouraged my children to go to the library as much as they can, participate with programs at the library. And I think that's why now I actually have two daughters that also works with the library. Wow. Um, one at the Schaefer Library and one at the Carver Library. So anyone out there, I encourage you, visit the library, volunteer at the library, and be a part of the library any way you can. So just kind of back to the circulation in your history, like you've seen so many changes and so many um, kind of years and experiences here. Where do you see the library going in regards to, uh, in general or in regards to books and circulation? But do you have any kind of ideas? I think the library system is just going to continue to grow, um, to be there for our community, the public, uh, maybe even expand to outside our library. I mean, we have so much to offer. Um, while we do have our, our books, our DVDs, our music, we have events that go on, different programs um, for all 
different people throughout our community. We're trying to adapt, like I mentioned before, about our digital age. I, I just see it just growing, and especially with our many branches that we have, and we're still continuing to um, build. I, I don't mm -hmm. I see our library is going to be here for a long time. And it's great to hear how much you appreciate the patrons. And like, what was there one thing or a couple things that you would really want patrons to know that maybe generally they don't know? Well, um, that don't be afraid to ask questions. If you visit the library, we're here to help you. You would be surprised, but what by what we do have to offer. Um, you could come by the circulation desk. You could visit the um, reference team members. We're here to help you. Um, no question is unanswerable. Cindy, I have to ask, so at the branch I'm currently employed at, McCreelis Branch Library, our DVDs and our rock CDs circulate so much. Um, what would you say circulates the most here at Central Library? It's a much bigger location with a lot more to offer than some of the other small branches. I'm going to say mostly our movies, especially new movies that come out. And I'm going to agree with you, the rock CDs. I see that often. Um, and I, I get a kick out of, I'm going to say, some of our older, maybe millennials, that, oh, they, they enjoy their rock CDs still. They, they do air drums on the computers? Yeah. <laughs> you know, just looking up, since you were also talking about some uh, favorites with the cookbooks, I don't know if any cookbooks are on there, but the... Uh, the uh, library, Santa Public Library, did join in participating with PBS's Great American Read. So there's 100 titles on there uh, that people are voting for as their favorites. In that, I, I didn't choose a cookbook, but in that I chose um, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, so yes. Just, oh, okay. That is popular, yes. I, I Now I will say that's one I read. All right. <laughs> okay, great. I voted Don't. for Ready Player One, Ernest Klein, because it's a big, what do they call it? Like the... Holy Grail of uh, cultural references. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what that is. <laughs> what is that? It's a great book, by the way. It's okay. pretty good. Too. What's it about? So it's it's a uh, it's it's you know I guess you can call it like a gaming style book. Uh, it's a dystopian world. It takes place in the future. Um, so long story short, this man created what's called the Oasis. Um, it's I guess it's like a VR type internet place, um, and he left eggs behind, and they have to kind of crack the code or the, you know, beat certain challenges, like specifically they play Joust, which I used to play as a kid on the computer. Um, and once they've reached the final stage or the final um, challenge, whoever wins actually kind of takes over the Oasis and basically becomes rich and stuff. So it's a, it's a fun story. Nice. Wait, were you talking about Ready Player One or the duties at the circulation <laughs> desk? <laughs> it sounds almost the same. Interchangeable. <laughs> okay, confused there for a second. <laughs> Cindy, we had an ongoing debate before we started this podcast, and you mentioned cookbooks. Obviously, I'm certain a lot of cookbooks mentioned some of the greatest tacos and burritos. Um, if you had to choose between tacos or burritos, or, or as I like to say, tacos or burritos, which would you choose? And if you chose tacos, would it be flour tortilla or corn tortilla? I like how he said, if you were to choose tacos. Well, it's Romeo, like I'm swaying her decision <laughs> right now. I will let you know, I'm going with tacos, flour tortillas made by me oh i do make flour tortillas and i will let you know my family loves them and i'm sure if i was to make them for all of you you would too 
<laughs> so you'll be back for the next episode is what you're saying <laughs> challenge accepted i will gladly eat as many tacos as you bring and what what the what do you what kind what kind of filling meat um, cheese i make carne guisada um picadillo um let me know next time maybe special orders <laughs> at our next next meeting you never know awesome Speaking of tacos, burritos, and wraps, that about wraps it up for Tuned In. Thank you, Cindy. Yes, thank you very much, Cindy. Hey, thanks for listening. And get connected on mysapple.org with Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Snapchat, Pinterest, Flickr, Instagram, and follow Tuned In on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music.